Hello, this is Dr. Peterson again, and this is uh, the next in our series of discovering what is psychology. And before moving on to some of the philosophical and basis of psychology and some of the arguments that have been made through the years, I wanted to express that uh, psychology is both a science and practice or profession. And, and uh, this is important to understand as we move through the course in that psychology is both about the discovery about human nature, human behavior, and mental processes about the mind uh, and as a pure science, but it's also about helping people become better um, in a lot of ways. And so I want to make a distinction between psychology as a science and psychology as a profession. When we talk about psychology as a science, we're really actually thinking about what we think about when we think about scientists, and that's a person usually working in a university setting. Uh, they are in a lab. Some of them do wear lab coats. Some of them work with animals, humans, uh, and what they're truly trying to get at is just the pure nature of human beings and our behavior and our mental states and understanding. Uh, there's been a lot of advancements in this through the years to where a lot of this uh, gets down to uh, neural states and neural tracks and MRI machines and uh, neuroimaging. Uh, but there's also still basic research into uh, just human interaction and, and what happens when you get groups of different people together and what creates uh, group interaction. And that is pure science and just wanting to understand the pure nature of what it is to be an individual or an individual existing within a group. And there's very many variations of pure science. We talk about cognitive science, which is the understanding of how individuals think. Uh, social psychologists, which I am, we want to understand uh, why humans are such social beings. In fact, we're going to discover that that is one of our most primary drives. In fact, when we look at neuroscience, we're going to discover that a large portion of the human brain is devoted towards our social life. Um, and it's kind of surprising given that we're always taught that we're these calculating rational machines when in reality a large portion of our brain is aimed towards our social lives, not our rational lives, uh, which may be surprising to many. And then we have personality psychologists who want to know why are we so different from each other. And then there's uh, other people who want to know uh, disorder states and, and all kinds of different things. And if we look at the American Psychological uh, Associations, there's over 52 different divisions within psychology that are all exploring different components of what it means to be human beings. On the other end, we have professions within psychology. But before I move on, it's important to understand that whether you go the science route or the profession route, the basis of training in psychology is science. And this is one of the things that I think frustrates a lot of uh, wannabe professionals in the field of psychology 
because a bachelor's degree in psychology focuses on the basic knowledge of human nature and human behavior, but the science of human behavior. So undergraduate degrees deal with statistics, research methodology, and the basics of uh, social psychology, biological psychology, and the like. You really don't get into the practice of a profession until you get into your master's or doctorate work within psychology. Uh, when we talk about professions within psychology, that's where you probably get the stereotype for psychology because more than two-thirds of students, when they take an introduction to psychology class, they assume what we're going to be talking about are things like mental health, psychological disorders, um, and, and those types of things, psychopaths, and, and, and those kinds of things. Because uh, in the profession of psychology, we have a field called clinical psychologists. Um, they're often confused with psychiatrists, which we'll get to in just a minute. But clinical psychologists are professionals who help people who are suffering from mental illnesses or severe trauma. Uh, they are trained to assess and deliver treatment for people with disorders. But again, they are trained in, in, in the science first. So when we talk about the profession, we're talking about individuals who are going to apply the scientific method and what they know about the nature of human behavior and mental processes to a given problem. So in the scientific world, a clinical psychologist will use what they know about human behavior or a given disorder, and they will use that to assess a person's condition, and they'll come up with a hypothesis. Usually we call this a diagnosis, and based on that diagnosis, they will do a treatment modality. In the scientific world, we call this an intervention, or we call this a a test of our hypothesis and then based on that we will assess whether the patient gets worse or better. If they get worse we train, change our hypothesis to better the the client's outcome or we, if they're getting better we say that our hypothesis is correct and we continue with that treatment modality. But that's how a clinical psychologist is trained. Now I do want to just really quickly, I, I mentioned that psychologists are often confused with psychiatrists. And often psychiatrists and psychologists are also confused with counselors and social workers. So I just want to uh, kind of diffuse some of that confusion, mainly because this is a huge area within the field of psychology. Uh, in fact, clinical psychologists make up 52% of the field of psychology, so I do just want to focus on this for just a minute. Uh, the difference between, let's start with a psychologist and a psychiatrist. A psychiatrist has uh, training as a medical doctor. So they went and got their bachelor's degree in uh, biology or pre-med or something like that. And then they went and got their medical degree. Near the end of their medical degree, they got some training in psychiatry for two, three, four years and then went and did a residency. Um, then based on that, they usually uh, focus on medication type treatment. Some of them might go to specialize into neurological type treatments or surgery, but they focus mainly on medication. 
um, a psychologist has a PhD or what's called a psychology doctorate. And these individuals literally have uh, all of their training in human behavior and human nature. They have their bachelor's degree in it and their complete doctorate degree is in human nature and their complete internship and residency is in human nature. So they have an extensive knowledge of human behavior and and whatnot, just not just not just their end of their medical training and their residency, they have this broader knowledge. So they have a much more knowledge about assessment, about treatment beyond medication. Um, and so these individuals tend to do treatment more with individuals who are suffering from severe trauma, uh, much more difficult uh, disorders and the like. So uh, that's what separates them. And then we have individuals who are counselors. Counselors are individuals who tend to have master's degree in counseling. Uh, they tend to do more uh, trauma-related, uh, community-related issues. Uh, they do work with people with more low-grade to mid-grade disorders such as depression, anxiety, um, and those types of disorders. But um, again, there's a separation between doctoral and masteral level training. And then you have social workers. Now, you can, you do have master level social workers who can do similar to what your counselors do. Uh, which is counseling, but the majority of social workers have their bachelor's degree. And social workers work with family systems to deal with fa uh, dysfunctions within communities and within family systems. Very important uh, uh, systems. In fact, the best model for the treatment of anybody is when you have a social worker a counselor, a psychologist, and a psychiatrist, and they're all working together for the betterment of an individual within a given system. But I just wanted to provide some more uh, clarity between, between those, those different professions within mental health. Now, beyond that, we do have other professions. For example, the, the, the other good example of, of a profession within psychology is industrial organizational psychology. So I actually have my master's degree in industrial organizational psychology. And what that is, is, is it's applying uh, the, what you know about human behavior and the scientific method to the workplace. So what I did uh, as an IO psychologist is I was hired by nonprofits that were having difficulties performing in programs for some reason. And what I did is I went in and I assessed what was going on. Again, I drew a hypothesis. I put in some type of intervention. If that intervention was working, great. If it wasn't, I would adjust and, and, and hopefully make the nonprofit work better. Um, now, I took the nonprofit route, uh, the IO psychology, if you are interested in human behavior, but also making money, it is one of the more high-paying jobs within IO psychology. Indeed, within the first three to five years, most IO psychologists are making within six digits uh, uh, in their field. Indeed, one of my friends who uh, uh, works for a, a, a large casino in Las Vegas, 
makes lots of money doing really cool experiments within the casino system. In fact, if you ever wonder why there's no clocks, uh, why there's uh, no windows in casinos, uh, why there's certain pitches that the casino machines make, all of those were designed by psychologists to elicit some certain behaviors out of the patrons for the casinos and those are all things that were designed uh, specifically for those reasons. Uh, but those, that's just an example. Uh, most IO psychologists usually work within a human resource setting to improve uh, human performance within the workplace, to increase productivity, to do those kinds of things. So those are two examples of a profession within psychology. So you have choices. You can be a scientist, you can be a professional, and there's a wide variety. Like I said, there's 52 different divisions within psychology dealing with causes such as women, women's rights, minority rights, dealing with things, even animals and, and the like, and it's a very cool and diverse field. And uh, as you will see as we move along, there's a lot of questions we have, still have to answer in psychology, and that's why it is such a diverse field. And I hope uh, if anyone gets excited by this class that you will join us because we definitely need some more uh, geniuses and I, I'm sure a lot of my students meet that uh, mark.